to Good Boys Gone Bland, Season 6, Episode 3, Princess Diaries. That's what I thought when you said you were going to start us. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All I could think of was a, a yeah, lot no, more. Yeah, we, we need more Foley work on the show. Um, that's, the, that's the podcast motor starting, and now that it's started, um, I'm your co-host, Denali. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm I'm your co-host Ryan. I don't have a lawnmower or like lawn care related bit, but just yeah. give us a, a motor starting. You, got, just you something, really that really threw me off. Something for the foley. Um, oh man, a, whoa, a weed whacker. Yeah, yeah, do a weed whacker. Bzzz. Mm. Is that all? You, is that is that your best weed whacker? Bzzz. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll we'll roll with it. Yeah, I'll I'll add some stuff in post to make it make it sound uh make make it sound thicker. Bzzz. Weed whackers yeah, are scary. It's, it's I'm, They're the um, worst. Oh man, I've used I've used I've used a lot of weed whackers. Do you got and what? Wh- what's your name, uh, third host? <laughs> I am your co-host, Jace. And I should not be going. <laughs> I revved up the engine. <laughs> I should not be on, under any circumstances be going second because I am a complete train wreck of a human what? being and of a podcast co-host. <laughs> when people look at this episode, because this is kind of a high-profile movie. And some people might be listening for the first time for this episode, and they'll see that we have like 60 plus episodes. And they'll listen to this intro and they'll be like, What were they like before this? The same. If this is the same. <laughs> Where it's like, how could you have no improvement across the year? <laughs> I don't want is, I don't wanna yeah. just sit there and you know, like I'm already envious sometimes that you get yeah. to say hello, welcome to GBJBs every time. Oh, and then, yeah. you know, if we just said, it's me, your co-host, Jace, Danelli, Ryan, I'd be like, I'm, I'm going to delete the whole, the whole host excite. <laughs> we have one of the most democratic podcasts, I think, I think out there. You know, I completely disagree, but go, but go we, ahead. <laughs> we have, you know, we have, we have a functional democracy. We, we do a voting system every season for state of the podcast and we do we do a semi-democratic uh system to pick our movies you know and are are, are you guys thinking we should we should move to a, a monarchy system i mean should we i mean that's sort of what we're doing right now this season with yes. uh, one person gets to pick the movie and there's no vetoes we have a yeah we, we have a rotating monarchy and this movie has me thinking about we're systems an autonomous of... collective <laughs> <laughs> this movie has me thinking about different uh systems of podcasting you know Maybe, oh, maybe, I get it. I get. I. I. I'm. I, I finally get the bit. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Uh, you know, maybe Thank one of us can be elected as like. Uh, you know, like the imperator of the of the podcast, or, or you know, oh, the, 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 the king, or or whatever. I'll be and the then, security uh, they, guard. Yeah, because Ooh, then I get the yes, voice. What is it called? King. Sergeant of Arms. What? It's called the Sergeant of Arms. Oh, yeah. I think that's the Dire Straits song. Um, no, Jason. It's a- there's an actual thing. I think there's an actual person like in the U.S. Congress who's like the Sergeant of Arms, and he gets like a cane sword or something. I a don't. cane sword? I believe it's some sort of like old-fashioned weapon, like an old-timey uh, defense thing, like a cane sword. Can you so, reframe that in relation to Genovia? Because I don't know shit about the U.S. Oh, it's <laughs> kind of like the Joe guy. Yeah, security the guy. Absolutely. I was just saying, if we shift to a monarchy system, and let's say hypothetically, Jace, you were the monarch... For the episode, what would your first decree be? What changes would you make to the podcast? Maybe, maybe you can take a crack at, at the intro. How would you, how would you introduce the podcast? Oh no, that's too much pressure. I don't actually much, want it. Yeah. Oh, you want to be like maybe like the figurehead. So I or, would or the person would, behind the figurehead. Yeah. My first 
uh, decree would be that you continue to do the intro. You'd, you'd, <laughs> you'd have to, have to, well, you don't, you don't want the, you don't want the power, Jace. I don't know. You, have you yeah. heard me do the outro? I have to read what our signatures are at multiple websites. Hey, listen, you think this is easy? Do, doing the, the intro every time? I gotta, I gotta remember. I'm always like, welcome to Bad Boys Gone Bland. No, oh, God. It takes, it takes multiple takes. People don't see what it, what it's like behind the scenes. Well, Ryan, what, what, what would you do? What would you do if you're, if you're a king of the podcast? Uh, I think that uh, only one of us would watch the movie, and yeah. the audience would have to guess who. Oh, so it's like a bluff thing where, where two of oh. us uh, would pretend that we watched the movie. Yes. Which is... Well, and the third person mm-hmm. would also pretend that they had watched, like, you know, you can't just be like, I know what the actual plot is. The plot is actually this, because the audience would know what it is. Right. Like, we would just do the normal. We just do a normal podcast, mm-hmm. and we start talking about the movie, and we'd be like, "Yeah, my favorite character was this person," and yada 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 yada. And yeah. Oh, nice. But the twist would be none of them had actually seen the movie, and we're all just trying to bluff each well, other. Spoilers, dude. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, maybe we can we can change up the intro. We can be like, uh, "Good Zooks, welcome to Good Good Boys Gum Bland Rooney." You know, there's there's different ways we can we can flavor the. It's almost the podcast, exactly the know? same, but you added Zooks and uni. the booty <laughs> i i know but i was trying to add some like some flavor in into the to the intro i'm we waiting we, 60 episodes to think yeah. about whether or not our, our intro, intro needs flavor i mean people people now identify with with hello welcome to good boys gone bland mm-hmm. but maybe we can change it to what's up hello this is now a i think it's a mukbang podcast where we just eat in your ears <laughs> Good, good boys gone bland, as in the flavor. And we'll eat, Ooh, we'll a eat cookie that, would be, that would be yeah. pretty good. Oh, the nally. Yeah. So hmm. we'll have a snack podcast, and people will hear us eating. Pretty popular is, videos on YouTube. Yeah, I feel like it's for the the the, the watching part because you know there is there are people who have like a violent reaction to hearing other people eat. Um, oh, I know Amber's, you know, is one of them. She she can't like deal. Um, some people like it though for like the ASMR thing. Like they have a full meridian response, you know. If you pardon my French, uh, when when they hear when they hear someone eating and smacking. Them. I've 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 heard that I'm a loud eater. And yeah, that doesn't I, surprise yeah. me. That, that very believable. I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to elect the loudest eater out of the three of us, I think it's Ryan, <laughs> and I think like, you've eaten on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. It like because uh, sometimes I'll eat in bed. You know, and I'll wake Julie up like with my bed oh bagels. My God. Yes. Yeah, your bed but, bagels. But also like if I if I eat hot food like a like ramen or something, it's really mm-hmm. hot. Because I eat ramen on lunch almost every single day. And mm-hmm. uh, I go <laughs> you know, and slurp oh, the you noodles. Slurp it. Yeah, you uh, got it. And then I I read an advice column the other day and it was like <laughs> this woman was writing it to the New York Times. She's like, My husband slurps his noodles and he's white. And he says it's fine, but I think it's not fine. And the advice comes like, "No, that's totally not fine." And I'm like, "What the? F- it's their hot noodles. That's the only way to eat them." I'm not doing it because I'm a, you know, trying to like make fun right. of an entire cultural people, but like sometimes I just want to eat some hot noodles. I don't slurp. I just deal with the temperature, and that's you're, how you know you're hard. You're saying you're eating ramen, okay? It it is yeah. actual. It is it is factual. It is a thing. If you go to a ramen shop, you're supposed to eat mm. your noodles within the like five minutes of getting them. It's supposed to be hot. It's you have to be hot. To That's like the whole idea. Like, Otherwise, hot, they're going to overcook. Yeah. You got to yeah. slurp that shit. They got to earn the slurps from me. Uh, well, anyways, this is uh, this is a Princess the podcast Diaries. podcast about Princess Diaries. <laughs> the movie. This is the ramen podcast. Um, 
but yeah this is this is our princess diaries episodes i've been looking forward to this since the dawn of our anne hathaway season uh because this is three weeks ago this is three weeks ago and this this is the dawn of anne hathaway's career her first feature uh feature movie debut and uh with that i've prepared a little questionnaire just oh, to see fuck. where your guys' heads. This is short. This is a short one. Okay. okay. This is a short one. Is There's there a winner? Much... Wait. <laughs> there is going to be a winner. Oh God. Okay. There is going to be a winner to this. I hope myself. you guys brought your game brains, as as they say. No. Um, with Anne Hathaway, there is not as much trivia out there. I I like went through. I scoured. That's good because she's not like one of those celebrities that's like in your face about like yes. in Super Bowl commercials and stuff. She is surprisingly normal. Um, but there's not a lot of crazy, wacky Anne Hathaway trivia like Keanu Reeves. I think she's just a, a regular, well-adjusted person. <laughs> but I do You're, have some trivia. Are you telling me that middle-aged white men aren't obsessed with her enough to the point where <laughs> there would be forums of trivia online? That's Yeah, that's kind of the funny thing about it. Other people have to write the trivia, yeah. So if, if if I may, I do have a Hathaway quiz to to uh, to discern your guys's Hathaway knowledge. Have you guys done any homework on our subject thus far, or are you guys just kind of go, going going with the flow this season? Yeah, absolutely not. Like excellent. Okay. With Keanu and Matthew McConaughey and Ben Affleck and dogs, of course. I right. kind of knew a bit about them before going yeah, into the season. You knew about dogs. I don't know. Yeah, I knew about dogs uh i don't know i don't know anything about Anne Hathaway. i don't think i know where what country she, she's from is she american yes she is american so and i just wanted to start us off with an easy question so previously with our keanu reeves season we've gone through many iterations of quiz showdowns do you guys remember the tally at this point i think ryan has, has a one one game lead at this point he might be ahead two two games i think it's like that sounds right to me two games ryan's in the lead this will be weighted the same as any game we've ever played. This will be multiple choice, and we will alternate between the two. And of course, the judges may arbitrarily include different weighted point averages, and you each get a phone a friend, and then a, an audience poll as well. Oh, we each get a phone a friend. Yeah, you guys all get a phone a friend. First question. To whom was Anne Hathaway named after? A. Anne Hathaway, co-founder of billion-dollar hedge fund Berkshire Hathaway. B. Anne Hathaway, wife of William Shakespeare. C. Anne Hathaway, the starring character in the 1966 drama Trouble at the Barnyard. Or D. Anne Hathaway, the first female prime minister of Canada. Um, I will let I'll let Ryan answer this one first. Well, Shakespeare's wife actually was named Anne Hathaway. So I won I don't know if she was named after that person, you know, like if there's like another Michael Jordan, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I'm saying, but I guess I'll so I'll guess that one. B, I guess it's a common name. All right, B. Uh, right, uh, Jace, what's it's your a uh, what's common your... name? I've met many Anne Hathaways. <laughs> I want to go with C. Very well. The correct answer is B. Wife of William Shakespeare. She was named after him. And Trouble at the Barnyard was a movie I made up. Ryan, so. <laughs> I know Shakespeare. Ryan gave you, gave you a hint. He threw you. He threw you a rope there. Ryan does have one point. He has a slight lead. Question two. Anne has had several Oscar noms, but for which movie did she win Best Supporting Actress? Okay. Does anyone want to double or nothing on this? Can you just can you just guess off the top of your head? Uh, Les Mis. Is that your answer? Sure. It's only yeah. It's only one I know. Jace, you want to double or nothing? Or you want to hear the answers? 
Uh, that's probably right. Otherwise, I'd guess Interstellar. But um, you can guess the same answers, right? If I'll, you want to do like I'll, a strategic I'll play, double or nothing. Interstellar. You want to double or nothing? Interstellar. I'll go down three points. I don't care. I'm a second half player. Uh, okay. Uh, the correct answer is Les Mis. Ah, she did win. He's cheating. You can see his eyes reading the screen. <laughs> <laughs> She did win Best Supporting for Les Mis. Um, the other answers were Interstellar, Devil Wells Prada, uh, Rachel Getting Married, and Brokeback Mountain. Uh, no noms for, for Dr. Brand, Interstellar. I thought those were pretty good performances, those. It's no, pretty, it pretty wasn't. I, like, it I thought it was a good performance. I liked it, though. <laughs> um, How long do you have to be in a movie to get a nom yeah. for Best Supporting Actor? That's like a, that's like a legit yeah. question, right? Because there's, I think Meryl Streep has gotten a couple controversial nominations mm. well anthony hopkins too uh was it silence of the lambs i think he only had like a few minutes of screen oh, time yeah, it was like totally. 10 minutes or something yeah huh. and you you remember him throughout the whole movie but he was like barely in it okay question three there's only five questions on this one guys oh god right? i didn't know that okay yeah this is a, this is a this is a truncated quiz and just to just to spice things up Get okay <laughs> this is these are worth three points each oh what the fuck these are worth three points. You guys agreed to the rules that the judges can affect the weights can do of each question. So they want to do. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan okay. has three points. Jace has zero points. Jace is still technically in this, but Ryan has a massive lead. I won't lie. Okay. Anne Hathaway doesn't prefer to be called Anne in real life, stating that it's too formal. Her close friends and associates actually call her which of the following? Can I double nothing? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Annie. Okay. Fuck, I was going <sighs> to... You could answer the same as Ryan, Jace. Like, yeah, you can, but you can then just I deny Ryan a lead. Yeah. The, well, oh, so I can deny him a lead. So you're saying that he's correct already? If you, I'm just saying that's a, that's a legit strategy. But I'm not going to get any points if I double or nothing. You can also wait to hear the... You can, you can wait here. The, the I'll question. wait. Okay, all right. A, probably Andy. the Ant-Man. B... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> B, Andy. C, Annie. D, Jackie. Her middle name's Jacqueline. Or E, Hat. Jace, what's your answer? Annie. Okay. The correct answer is Annie. Uh, <laughs> I believe Ryan gets the double or nothing. Ryan has nine points. Jace has three points. I'm on the board. Well, I told you. You're I'm on the gonna... board. You got points on the board. I'm going to chalk this one up to uh, yeah. my good friend... Mm-hmm. Uh, Denali Cagle, who told me this about three weeks ago. I told you that her she prefers to be called Annie. I I, yes. I feel like, huh? It's I recorded. Feel, yeah, I'm, it's rec- I'm like nine. I'm gonna have to go back. I, when I read this, I was like, huh? Dang, that's kind of funny. And then she she even said in an interview, um, where she was like, I wish I I, I didn't call myself Anne with my first like you know screenwriters guild paperwork because I just wrote it as my legal name and now everyone calls me Anne and it's like super fucking weird. It's like everyone called you the first name like your your full name like. Um, Ryanical, like your your full name, Ryan, yeah, and then my, uh, my whole name is uh, Jasonron, like <laughs> Ryanical and Jasonron. Uh, question four. This one's worth fifteen points. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, excuse me. Anne Hathaway has also won a primetime Emmy award for which of the following television shows? Okay, Emmys are a big award. They they do them every year. And it's a it's a prestigious award in yeah, television. Yeah, we know what the, we know what the Emmys. I'm just explaining to the audience who may not know what Emmys are. They're watch they're watching a podcast about movies. The, the, yeah, but well. TV. Not everyone does, doesn't a lot of crossover. Okay, 
A. Oh, uh, just no. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say him. Okay. Yeah, just come I'm ahead. gonna say him. A. You don't have me earning thirty points. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday Night Live, as the host, she's hosted like three times. In, one in two thousand eight with the Killers. That's probably a lit show. Uh, B. Elmo's Christmas Countdown as herself. C. Modern Love as Lexi. D. Uh, the Simpsons as Princess Penelope. Or E. Family Guy as Mother Maggie. She's had like four Family Guy appearances and like three Simpsons appearances. Different characters. What are you they, guys feeling? I'm gonna let I'm gonna let uh, Jason answer this first. You're, I think the quest yeah. the answers make it more confusing to me because yeah. I have no idea how many TV show episodes you have to be in to get nine yeah, for an question. Emmy. Like they, you're like you're like they oh, hit Emmys out for been, Saturday Night Live. She's been an SNL yeah. host three times. It's like listen, people get nommed for SNL all the time, and you, you only need to be you only need to show up in a single episode sometimes. Really, guest guest stars get nominated and win all the time. Can uh, fuck um. You ever watch the Emmys? I'm going to go with A. Saturday Night Live. You think she won as the host? God, I, I think, think she right might answer. I think she might have sung. She might have belted out some vocals. Oh, yeah. might have been I a think, crazy. Yeah, Post Lay Miz. Yeah. Post Lay Miz or something. Yeah, they probably did some funny like Diner Lobster skit or something. The um, I might have to go with Modern Love. Modern I don't even Love? know what that okay. is, but like that yeah. sounds like something that would eat it up at the Emmys. Yeah, It's kind honestly. of a buzzy show. Yeah, yeah, and j- just as a part of like the Lay Miz thing, she has she actually does have a charting single from Lay Miz. Uh, I think it charted like thirty seven in the U S. Uh, from the soundtrack. But uh, the an- correct answer is actually The Simpsons. D as Princess Penelope. Hmm. Uh, she played Krusty's uh, counterpart and later get married. Uh, yeah, seemed just... like a good episode. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand how TV show nominations work. And uh... I think you just you just do a I think good they just job. Give them out to literally yeah, everybody fucking... like. Well, yeah, you're an A-lister. On, if, if you're an A-lister and you get put on a TV show, you're gonna win an award, right? Like, yeah, like literally, voice out. acting is the shit stain on the <laughs> community of like. You're like, if you're a voice actor, you're like, yeah. they're like, we're gonna pay you like twelve dollars, and and she goes on The Simpsons one time in an episode, and they're like, an Emmy, Emmy, Emmy gets an Emmy. And well, you know, she didn't write her jokes. You know, like it's not like she's like up there. Well, no, they, don't, they don't write their scripts either, you know, and people win Oscars all the time. Yeah, but they, there's a little more f- physical acting in that. Let me tell you this. Have you guys seen the episode? No. Absolutely not. Or we well, would probably you, have you might, the answer to this question. You might change your tune if you, if you saw the episode. All right. Question five is the final question. This is going to be worth 100 points. All right. Let's keep it. Let's keep it. All right. Fine. I negotiate down 50 points. Compromise. Question how many, five. How many points do I have? I have nine points. You do have, you do have nine points, Ryan. But if you if you get this, can we this, make it worth ten points? Okay, fine. We'll, we'll make it worth ten points if that if that helps. All right. Why not sixty points? Okay, between you're, sixty. You're and a 10, hard negotiator. You're four, a hard well, negotiator. Be, this, I will give it. I will give you that. Thirty-five points for this one. Okay. Ooh. Everyone's happy. That's not halfway between. Okay. Is Question it? five. Although acting has been her calling since early on in her childhood, what profession has she said? She would pursue, if not acting. What, what was I doing when I typed this? Dear God, that was a mess of a sentence. Um, okay. What job would Whoa. she have if not acting? <laughs> you guys want to double down? You, are you double or nothing, Jace? I see those those fingers are twiddling. I'm going to double down. Okay. And I'm going to say... You would win if you just picked the right answer. Once <laughs> she wanted... To, oh, yeah, wait. He wants the margin. Um, he wants the margin, Ryan. <laughs> he wants the legacy win. What if it's just so... Um, Fallout Boy. 
Ooh, okay, 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 okay. Basis um, for Fallout Boy. She almost beat Pete Wentz. She yeah. wanted to okay. be. Mm-hmm. I don't know what her relationship with her father. Okay, this is. I know what her father's profession was and what her yeah. grandfather's profession was. What? <laughs> That's I was, so random. I was okay. Guess one of those two things, but that doesn't really seem that smart anymore. And the double or nothing question. You can back um, out of the double or nothing. You don't have to do this, Jace. Okay, okay, okay. I'll double. I'll, I'll back out. I'll back out. Ryan, do you want to try for this? Uh, pass. Okay, here we go. Final question. What would she do if not act? Uh, A novelist b why do you say that like that like what b teacher c martial arts instructor d edm dj or e politician wow fuck i was gonna be so off base I was say dog walk <laughs> as as her career i mean okay that's legitimate but i don't think that's like you know her main can you, how far can you go up? I guess pretty far. I think can I'll be make a lot again? of money off dog. Can you say those again? Okay. Novelist, teacher, martial arts instructor, EDM DJ, or politician. One of these she has actually said in an interview. That's not how you said it the first time. So were that's those, not, well, not good were those new just, yeah. answers? I, yeah, I was doing a, yeah. So wait, novelist? <laughs> yes. Teacher. A novelist teacher, a martial arts instructor. Martial arts instructor. DJ. EDM DJ politician. Wow, that'd be so cool. Yeah, that'd be sick. We've never had a oh, president that's, that's yeah. We've never had a president that was an EDM DJ. I mean, Isn't that Obama has a really poppin' playlist, dude. It's so good, and but he's I don't think he's ever he's DJed a, a, DJ. a party. Yeah, yeah, which isn't that fucked up? Like we don't know yeah. what happens in the White House. He might be like, yeah. uh, you know, I would I would have at least said it in the campaign. Anyways, what's your guy? What do you guys think? Uh, Ryan, you go first. What's what's your what's your answer? I gotta go with novelist. You know. Yeah uh that's a weird way of saying that instead of saying author so i feel like you probably would have said yeah. author um Chase. her dad was a lawyer her mom okay. was an actor and i think maybe she just didn't like either of those things and i'm gonna say yeah. teacher because she seems like so good maybe guess. the type of person yeah based on the roles that she's played where she would like want to help continue to help yeah. people I don't fucking know. My second guess would have been martial artist. So, all righty. Well, um, the correct answer is B. Teacher. Suck oh. my dude! <laughs> yes, I told you I was a second half winner. Ah! <laughs> Sorry, uh, Jace, a gracious winner as usual, has cinched this victory with a pretty respectable. 30, 38 to nine win, <laughs> a bit of a blowout by by any measure. <laughs> Ryan, a solid performance, however, very respectable. Ryan gets um, two double or nothings right <laughs> and a question right, and he loses to me, <laughs> who guesses the same answers as his multiple choice, and gets lucky. Okay, that folks Jace- is why we want to eat the rich. Exactly. And uh, this, this, this in this competition, Jace, you you win the you, you win the the grand prize, Ryan. You get uh you get judge's choice because you 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 made a good showing this time. So both of you walk away with something, and everyone's everyone's psyched for this. And join us next time for our next quiz. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, I mean, do y'all want to get into the movie? Yes, please. Princess Diaries. Yes, yeah. please. Movie. Should have called um, it Princess Diary. There was only one in the movie. 
Yeah, yeah I, w- I was confused about that too, God. right? And like, right. it's not a princess diary. It's a it's a prince diary. Oh, because she's reading her dad's? Wait, did we, do we think it's princess diary or is it prince's diary? <gasps> Let me look it up real quick. <laughs> you think whoever wrote the movie... You put an extra S on the end. Call. Oh, prince's diary because it's about her dad's diary. Yeah. Um, it is based on a book. So who knows? Who knows what happens in the book? Maybe she did have a diary in the book and the book's from her diary perspective. I don't know. I've never read it. Uh, Maybe first the watch. book is her diary. Oh, <gasps> yeah. First watch for all of you. Are we all? Are yes. we all first watches? Oh man, I definitely saw portions of it on the Disney Channel. But I mean, to be yeah. clear, we are reviewing a G-rated movie from. Is it G-rated? Two thousand one. Yeah. First since the dog season. Oh wait, Peach. I know, this is a Peach? no. This is a G movie. Wow. Um. All right. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna get into the synopsis. So we can talk about this gosh darn, gosh darn movie. Princess Diaries 2001 stars the great Anne Hathaway as Mia Thermopolis, a 15 year old outcast nobody living in San Francisco with her eccentric artist single mother Helen, uh, played by Carolyn Goodall. Uh, Mia is one day visited by her long-lost paternal grandmother, played by Dame Julie Andrews, and is informed that she is the heir apparent for the throne of the fictional country of Genovia. Hijinks ensue, and Mia is faced with a choice. Be a regular teenager, or take on the mantle as the princess of Genovia. Uh, yeah, pretty, uh, this movie was a pretty big, oh, unexpected success. Did you success. write that? Did you write that yeah, out? Yeah, I wrote that. I write all my synopsis. Oh. Uh, well, I unexpected like shit yeah. when I do mine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. I mean, uh, you know, I, I I try. I try to make this uh, make this nice and succinct. Uh, this movie was a runaway success, especially for a G-rated movie. Yeah. This one, they did not expect this to do very well. Um, I like doing a little box office uh, thing here too. I mean, this thing made 165 mil. Cha-ching! Off of a 26 million dollar budget. That is insane for a G movie. And I think this cemented as, as, you know, Anne Hathaway is like a box office draw. But um, I was looking at the box office that weekend, August 3rd, 2001. Some of us might have been in the theaters during that time. Uh, this debuted as number three for that weekend. Can you guys guess what was number one that weekend? What? Uh, August 3rd, 2001? August 3rd, 2001. Just think about where you were during this year. <laughs> it might be like um, okay. Lord of the Rings or something. You're close. So... Let me give you. Let me give you a hint. Straw right. Wars. Straw Wars. That's true. Um, I mean, Star Wars. Uh, this this is a sequel to a very big hit. This is a buddy cop comedy. Lethal Weapon Two. Uh, the movie with Jackie Chan. Uh, Rush Hour Two. That's right. Rush Hour Two. Boom! Chase, you get another win. I'm killing him even more. We're not even in the quiz <laughs> section. Don't you challenge me. <laughs> All right, number two, right below Rush Hour Two. Sorry. Uh, this one is in its think it's like it's it's second week now all right this is a reboot of a huge franchise that came out i'm talking huge a reboot starring someone who gets mistaken for matt damon all the time he said star so it's got to be it's got to have star in the name star max Payne. star trek <laughs> no it's way later. max Payne. <laughs> four brothers four brothers the, the famous reboot it's a franchise this is a franchise from the 60s Planet of the Apes. Ryan's correct. Lethal we Weapon. Yes. <laughs> two. Yeah. Lethal Weapon two. Marky Mark in Planet of the Apes. I just started I always... yelling out Marky Mark movies. That was a while. Have you guys seen that Planet of the Apes? I haven't seen like a single Planet of the Apes it, movie. Yeah. 
You haven't seen any of them? Actually, I take that back. I've seen like yeah. the third Planet of the Apes movie in one of the series. Oh my god. Wait, that's the one. Is that the one where they time travel back to Earth in the present day and they're and they like bring the the talking apes back? Um But yeah, this back to back to Princess Diaries, this uh this movie was fucking huge. Anyways, uh this has a, a sequel, Princess Diaries 2, which I saw in theaters, which was also just as successful, and they're still in talks, still in talks for doing a third princess diaries sequel okay did you guys know princess diaries launching the career of anne hathaway princess mm. diaries 2 gave us chris pine was that his first Whoa. uh yeah that was that was, his debut? that was his debut movie oh my gosh Which, i can't believe like he was that he was that prince right he was like the the, the hot prince right that was like teaching her archery and shit yeah i hope he just Damn. comes on screen and shoves robert schwartzman to the ground and he's like <laughs> <laughs> completely just shoves him out of hollywood <laughs> out of I the way like, nerd i didn't he looked robert's that's right that's right that's who it is right robert schwartzman is he related to jason jason He's their brothers yeah okay I, I was like is that jason because he He's looks like so the... much like tom cruise in this movie it was insane it kind of does yeah he looks like Risky Business Tom Cruise. He's the um he's like the nerdy guy in a band that she uh that that she falls in love Got with it. at the end. Yeah, which just I, as the yeah. <laughs> for a lot of the time I didn't like that guy. Yeah. And then uh he kind of grew on me by the end when he told her, like even when she came crawling back to him, mm. I did not expect him to like say no. Like I that actually was didn't like so yeah. that was that's when I it turned on me and I was like, okay, this dude's all right. It I wasn't like the harmonica. I, said, I thought he was a jerk. Yeah. The really? What? Ryan, you weren't like, you didn't see the harmonica and you were like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's one thing too. He, that, that, this guy, I mean, it was nothing against, I probably would have liked him in high school, but like. Yeah, he might have been one of our friends in high school, dog. I don't, uh, but I they're, mean, they're in like a ritzy uh, private school and this kid yeah. like works in a car garage. So I don't, I don't exactly understand. I mean, he's got to pay the dues, man. I mean, he fucking works in the car garage, plays in a band. Uh, he's a cool His dude. His band kicks ass. Yeah. Can we rules. talk about this? Can we talk <laughs> about this for a second? Because when they were playing on screen, I was like, oh, yeah. that they're obviously not playing. Like, right? Like, that's that song is amazing. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, they're these, what, like, ninth graders, eighth graders? They're obviously not playing this actual good grunge song. And then I looked up on the trivia after the movie. It's actually his band. Yeah, I mean, it's a Disney Channel original movie, so anytime you have a band in the movie, that usually means they're actual musicians. Wow. Uh, they may have recorded it in the studio and did a voiceover, but yeah, I mean, they got the bangers. Um, I want to see if it's like a... I don't remember the name of it. I'm going to look it up on Apple Music. Yeah, Freaky Friday has another good band scene. But I was like, I was tr I was thinking about this movie a bit, because, you know, they, they mentioned Genovia, and I, I think throughout the movie, I think you're looking for, like, analogs to Genovia, like, is this kind of like the UK? It's like, it's like San Marino, isn't it? It's, it's like, a, it's supposed to be, like, kind of like one of those tiny countries, um, like, yeah, like San Marino, people. Andorra, like, you know, yeah, yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. tiny, uh, I mean, how much geopolitical power do you think Genovia has? You guys think it's, a, it's an Not actual Not enough player, for her cause... to give that speech at the end where she's like, seven billion people and I need to try to help them. It's like, your country has a smaller GDP than Maine. Totally. <laughs> well, they didn't say they didn't say how big the GDP was because she did mention multiple times. She was like, I have the power to change the world. And they're like, this is a huge responsibility. I'm like, I'm thinking they yeah. have nukes. Every single person who is a 
queen or a king in a country probably sniffing their own farts and they're like, I have enough power to change the world. I mean, and I think this country actually is like a legit maybe monarchy as well. Like they think I think they wield real, real power, unlike the, you know, the the, the English monarchy, too, because they did say that they might have power over like legislation and stuff. And the power would change over to the prime minister if she doesn't take the princess position. Well, I thought that was weird, too, in that, like, the grandma was still alive. And she's like, we must do this right now. Because when she reaches 18, she's going to become the, like, princess. Well, why are you, why do you want her to, the plot of this movie doesn't make sense. They want her to change in, like, two weeks because there's a dinner coming up. Well, I think that was the, the deal, right, in the setup that the mom brokered. She was like, let her decide at the dinner whether or not but, she but wants to do that's so strange like that's such a strange <laughs> timeline like you're yeah. 14 years old 15. by 18 okay whatever by 18 you have to make this decision whether you want to become part of the royalty therefore you need to make that decision in two weeks yeah i mean it, it is kind of like a uh like manufactured you know dramatic device uh, but I think that the, the idea was that she was kind of indecisive and they're like, okay, you have until here to make the decision. And she's kind of going back and forth with the decision until the, the great ball is kind of what I, what I got from it. I mean, what did you guys think of, I mean, first of all, like first impressions watching this movie. First impressions. The first act sucks. Really boring. <laughs> you did like, you did like, yeah. And then the second and third act kick ass and like are yeah. really funny. And I was like, Oh, okay. I'm in it now. Yeah, honestly, um, I was expecting like a, a shitter, kind of like a, like. Okay, listen, we we talk we talk a lot about how much we love Airbud, but Airbud was a terrible ass movie. Uh, but watch, like at the end of this, I was like in bliss, dude. Do you, uh, uh, yeah. I have a mm-hmm. I have a question. Um, yeah, go ahead. Specifically, this being a G movie for the Disney Channel, and uh, the expectation from, um. I feel like there's always a conversation about unrealistic expectations in media right. and portrayal for young children. And the one that stood out to me in this is the is the kiss. Is like your first kiss with a dude mm-hmm. has to be it's going to be so magical that your leg is going to raise you're you're going to kick your leg the leg back, pop. The leg pop. And I was just like thinking about that, and I was like, "Man, my first kiss was at like a rainy middle school football game, and it's like <laughs> it's a shitty kiss, <laughs> and it's like ain't nobody's leg popping when they get that kiss." <laughs> I mean, in in uh, you know, in the movie too, her first kiss was terrible. It was with that jerk dude. Well, and that's that kind of the weirdest part of the movie, right? Yeah, and they all they all cheered uh, on. Joe was right. He just yeah, wanted his right. 15 minutes of fame. Joe was right about everything. Can we, can we stop for a minute? This was made post-Matrix. Yeah. And Joe looks Two years a lot later. like yeah. Cypher from the Matrix. I was, I was thinking that, too. I was like, is that literally Cypher from the Matrix? Is that him? No, no. it's not. It's, it's but not he's, the same He actor, dresses a lot yeah. like him. Yeah, I mean, Joe, I think when he's introduced, I think your first response, just by the way he's dressed in a Disney movie, is that he is a villain. But he ends up being a really cool character who has like all this great advice. Can I say something? Pseudo though? father figure um, throughout the movie. The first time I saw him, there was something, there was some sort of like on rewatch, you would catch it. But the first time you're not supposed to catch it, I think. Mm-hmm. I caught it. I, I want to say I caught it. I knew that they were doing the horizontal tango the whole time. <laughs> Between him and the queen. Yes. <laughs> 
You caught on to it. They what dropped, was your, they dropped that multiple times throughout the, like the first. Yeah. 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 Like, like there was eventually there was the dancing and kids would be like, oh, cool. These people are dancing, but adults know what's going right. on. Right. It's yeah. Yeah. Adults know what's going on. No, I knew the whole time. I'm you here for it, you man. You can't get nothing by me. Yeah. I'm here for the relationship. I think it's sweet. I think they have, they have a nice back and forth. I actually really like Julie Andrews' performance in this too as the queen. Um, I think it was Queen uh, something Clarice. Something about her just rubs me the wrong way. You don't like you don't, you don't like the queen in this movie? I don't like Julie Andrews. <laughs> you don't like Julie Andrews? Like that, one of the most. Put that on the record, Your Honor. <laughs> Let the, the record most, reflect like... that I do not. Uh, something something's going on. What do you, what do you not like about Julie Andrews? She's like she, what, she's like one of the most decorated actresses of all time. Like, yeah. Yeah, not. <laughs> not hey, listen. I liked her performance in this movie. I think it was very sweet. In the original book, she was supposed to be kind of like a villain character, where she was supposed to be like really harsh, uh, harsher than she was in this movie to Anne yeah. Hathaway's character. Uh, but I thought her performance was really sweet. Like I enjoyed their scenes together. Like I thought it was funny, and I don't know. I thought it, I thought it was nice. Like they could have went in a totally different, like wicked kind of stepmother direction with this and it was kind of refreshing to not see them go that way i liked when joe came in and was like you are way too mean to her she's like uh as a queen and it's just no as a grandmother like what the fuck and she yeah. took his advice too. yeah joe is a bro joe's great i love joe i want to move you just joe hanging out what's he doing all day you know like he drives this girl to school yeah what else does he do? <laughs> probably, you know, probably uh, play basketball. He's want, he, he was yeah he okay. That's one hand okay. three pointers. Like, can we talk the whole about this for a second? <laughs> can we talk about this for a second? Because yeah. uh, there was some great physical acting by Joe in the basketball scene where he's holding the umbrella and uh, shooting on the rooftop. Because if you play basketball enough in like small gyms, what happens is every now and then and you cannot predict when this is going to happen, and you can't do it on purpose, but a rebound will go off to the side and it'll go towards a wall and it'll hit the wall joint right next to the ground at the absolute perfect angle where all of the vertical momentum of the ball will get translated into horizontal velocity and it'll ricochet perfectly and just start rolling across the gym. And it'll go like super, super, super quick. And it looks like it's breaking physics and you, you're just walking up to the ball normally and it goes right past you. Yeah. And it happens, I don't know, maybe every couple times you play in a small gym, but like it's so annoying and it's so defeating because then you have to go chase your ball down like a like a moron, yeah. like a nerd. Okay. And <laughs> yeah, that Jim's happened in this movie. Like that. that happened in this movie and they kept yeah. it. Like he makes a basket and it goes off and it shoots right past him and he does an amazing job of like physical comedy. That and it's funny cuz it was a blooper. Like, it was yeah. obviously not scripted, and they kept it. He did such a good job; they kept it in the movie and for the final cut. Oh shit! I didn't even notice that because he's he's playing basketball with the umbrella. Right? You're yeah. talking about that yeah. scene where yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. made a couple baskets and then does that. I didn't even notice that. Apparently, he was like out there for several hours during that shoot, and they think yeah, they just got it some. It takes B-roll. so long to do. It takes so long to make these movies. They just have this guy to shoot basketball. You think they were just like make two baskets in the same shot? And keep fucking doing it until he, <laughs> until you do it. And he was out there for like eight hours. Freezing cold. Just like, oh, please. I'm an actor, not a basketball <laughs> player. <laughs> I've never even held a basketball. He's really good at making shots for not being a basketball fucking, player. And so was Mia's friend, too. She also nailed like 
she sank like what three three pointers in a row during one one shot scene i was like why is it everyone fucking good at basketball in this movie there was actually like a lot of good ad libs i saw in this movie too with anne hathaway's performance you guys probably saw the slip with the bleachers where she took yeah, like that's a pretty, pretty famous isn't it pretty bad fall yeah that's a that's a famous slip um where she like steps on a bleacher and just goes totally horizontal like her feet just shoot out from under her but then she just lands straight <laughs> straight down on the bleacher and starts laughing um and they kept that in the movie because they thought it was like fitting yeah but i remember seeing the that co-host or that co-host the co-star who um kept yeah. her cool kept it rolling yeah 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 yeah. that was and they got to keep it in the movie that's so cool because watching that in the movie i was like there's no way that was scripted that was a fucking bad fall <laughs> like you feel like you can break your shit or something on that and then also the scene where she lights the guy's jacket on fire during the dinner party scene. Apparently, it was supposed to go out when she dunks it in the ice water, and it's like still on, and she like grabs a glass of water and then pours it on. That was unscripted as well, because his arm was really on fire in that scene, mm-hmm. too, oh, which Jesus. I think is amazing. Yeah, so, I'm uh, a little uncomfortable with the use of fire on movie sets. You don't like fire in movies? It just There's such a small yeah. <laughs> error, like error margin, you know? But I mean, like the risk the reward. Risk? Yeah, what's the risk? That's exactly what I was about to say. What's yeah. the risk reward? About one hundred forty million dollars. Mm-hmm. In the case of exactly this movie, exactly right. Well, but I don't think the dumb flame arm joke was responsible for a single dollar. That was a great scene. Whoa. Okay, it was a great scene. I fucking love the fire gag. And Do you I think, think anybody was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna give more money to this movie because of this one gag that they could have replaced with a different gag that didn't leave a man on fire." And they Listen. did fuck it up. Let, 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 let's be clear. <laughs> they did fuck right? it up, yeah. It actually did mess up. But I, I enjoyed the entire dinner sequence, mainly because of all the back-to-back physical gags, including the fire scene. Like, that sticks out in my head. And when I think, look back at funny moments in this movie, yeah, I, I do like think it. about the dude lit on fire. You didn't like the fire scene. No. Oh, shit. Did you like the, the scene where she, like, drops the grape and then does a chain reaction and, like, destroys the whole party? No. Oh damn! I love the one like where uh, they yeah. they have the the discourse going on and the um, I fell asleep the first time that I watched this. Anyway, is it is it, <laughs> yeah. uh, is it was it the um, was it like was it a minister of an actual company like the Japanese minister? Oh yeah, I think, and, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. a delegate, yeah, Japanese delegate because the guy who yeah. the guy who is like the queen asks him if he was enjoying something and he just goes. No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking shakes his head for a solid like four seconds and then says just deadpan no is like respect. Yeah. Uh but I don't I don't I guess Ryan doesn't, but like I really liked the setup for a lot of the comedic takes in this. Um I think that a lot of the comedic acting was was pretty great. And then like Anne Hathaway, even though it was like her first role, I feel like it was pretty effortless in this movie. Um, I don't think she had any clunkers or anything. And even just like her physical comedy, like some of her lines too was like, please don't crush my soy nuts or just like the first shut up. Um, I, that got me. Like, I thought that was actually like really funny. Yeah, I agree. The shut up was funny because once again, Anne Hathaway did a good job and Julie Andrews totally botched the scene. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. What is this? Are you doing a bit right now? Like what? I'm not doing a bit. I thought Anne Hathaway did a really good job, and I thought yeah. Julie Andrews totally fucked it up. What what, she, what did she fuck up? I, I actually liked Julie Andrews' uh, performance of that scene. No, I really did not. I really, I, I'm not joking. Yeah, yeah. I just don't like, I just don't like Julie Andrews. What and I don't think she did a good job. What is in with that, this Julie in Andrews? In that scene yeah. in particular, but also in the whole okay. movie. 
What uh, what did, what did you not like about the scene? Uh, she is like, what? Why would someone <laughs> tell me to shut up? Oh my god! And someone's like, oh, other cultures say words that don't mean the literal meanings, and you can use context clues to understand when someone is talking and and saying like a mean thing to you, or when yeah. someone is saying an exclamation. She's like, oh, they didn't teach me that in four-person class. <laughs> I thought that's where, like, the humor came came from for me, though. Like, where, because where, I would see, I could tell, like, if I said that to my grandma, for example, if I was like, shut up, like that, I feel like th- they would also be offended. <laughs> but then well, the guy fine snooping if, in. It's, it's fine if you're like, oh, watch your language. But, like, she's she acted like she didn't know that she wasn't just being told to shut up. And like, Anne Hathaway's not even looking at her. Like, it, it, it didn't buy, like, there's a different angle to come at that scene. Yeah. There's a different angle to come at that joke. And like, I, I didn't, I don't like the uh, confused person. Like, this person yeah. is like, why would, why would this person insult me in this manner? Oh, you, you, it's a simple misunderstanding. I don't like the misunderstanding ones. Like, okay. it's okay I- to be like, well, that's rude. You actually shouldn't talk like that in front of royalty. That, that's a completely different take. All right, let's redo the scene. I'll be in Hathaway. You'll be the queen. All right, what's what, what's what's the way to this? Okay, okay. Shut what, who's the queen? up. Who's I'll the, deport the you You're to a queen. fucking country you've never heard of, you little <laughs> shit. If you tell me to shut up, I'm the queen of Genovia. I will fucking end you. Yeah. That's ex- good. That was Jace, I love yeah. it. Oh. Yeah. I love it. That was, that was, we, that was perfect, Jace. Yeah, can right we, on. Yeah. Uh, That's PG at least because of the Can, can we rotoscope? fucking, yeah. Can we rotoscope <laughs> Jace into the princess diaries yeah. and have him replace the queen? I might have yeah. a wig around I, here that I can wear. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I will fucking send you to a gulag. I think that is, is good for, for the, the PG release. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Another scene from the dinner party that I also liked. Uh, I keep bringing up the dinner party, but like the the ice cream scene where she like oh eats... I hated that. You hate the ice cream scene. Yeah, because she eats ice cream, and then I think it's Julie Andrews is like she didn't know it was frozen. <laughs> it's like just... it's ice yeah. cream. Everybody knows ice cream is frozen. It's in the name. I mean, sometimes you take a big scoop of something. Why was there ice cream thinking? before they got served a whole ass bird on a plate? Is <laughs> what I want to know. They explained that it was a palate cleanser because oh. it was a mint, mint ice, shaved ice. But right, but like, do you understand what I'm saying? It's like they they imply that she's so dumb yeah. that she doesn't know that ice cream is frozen, or it's like she doesn't even know what ice cream is. I mean, she did take a huge ass fucking mouthful. I mean, she was probably nervous. It's just because she's clumsy. I would have gotten throat. Yeah, freeze. she did. Yeah, I would have been like, then, "That's not polite." Like, but like the other, the prime minister and his wife, like he, God bless them, they were like, they were like, "Oh shit, just do what she did, do what she did," and they both like take yeah. a huge thing. They're like, "Oh god!" <laughs> like I liked that whole scene too. Um, I'm just pushing back. I'm just, yeah. I'm just pushing back. I feel like yeah. there's a little, like I feel like you try to say something bad about Julie Andrews, and everybody's right. like, "What? How could you not like this person?" Yeah, you know, it's like Christmas. We talked about this during the holiday season. It's like Christmas. Someone, one person's like, "You don't like Christmas, you know? So what are you, a Satanist?" It's like, no, I just don't really like Christmas so that much. You've picked Julie Andrews as your hill to die on, as as the pushback. Yeah, you think there's there's too much there's too much love for for Julie Andrews. I mean, I get I get that too. Like, I have I have that pushback um, to some extent with The Office, even though I love The Office. Um, yeah. But I feel like The Office gets Not too much great. love. Yeah, I know what you mean. 
I mean, did you have an ex- a fan experience with Julie Andrews? Like, did you come up to her and be like, I loved you in Sound of Music? And she's like, get your fucking hands off me, you grubby little child. I have. Uh, and slapped your ice cream cone. No. No, I think when I was a kid, I watched Mary Poppins and I just really didn't like the people. I've never seen Mary Poppins. Yeah, it, you can go ahead wow. and pass. The, uh, the thing about Mary Poppins is it's all okay. one big show, right? Like. The whole idea is look at this cool new filmmaking technology. It's like Avatar, okay. right? Yeah. Like it's it was all the Avatar about fifties. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> everybody says that. You know, it, it was a big technical showcase. The movie blows. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I guess, I guess, I don't know. It's a decorated movie, but I don't know. I've seen a lot of decorated movies that suck. It, 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 like, yeah, it's a uh, bunch of bits. It's like a string yeah. of bits. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Maybe I'll watch. Maybe we'll do a Julie Andrews season. No, Vito. The beginning of this movie, just to go back to like my first impression, because I feel like in every Disney Channel movie or just like any Disney original movie, they always the characters always have the sickest rooms and the sickest houses. Oh, yeah. And pretty fucking cool house, I think, with Anne Hathaway, because they have a converted uh, fire station with a fire pole and a spiral staircase. And she's supposed to be like, I think maybe poor. Yeah, and her what? mom's that's like an not, artist. That's like, like a multi-million yeah. dollar house. That's very tight. In San Francisco? Like on the yeah. hill? I don't know what 2001 San Francisco was like, but I don't think it was very cheap. I was like, this is super sick. And I honestly think she, she I didn't, I couldn't buy that she was like super uncool or something. Because I mean, she has like a mom who's like a eccentric artist. And I don't know, it seems like she has friends and like has yeah, normal social skills. Cool. Like, I feel like her, her the popular kids just actually sucked in this movie. Yeah, they were totally uh, it's it's though I I think my major yeah. comment to that is when you're talking about a Disney movie or you're talking about a movie yeah. that's in high school, that right. your your focus is gonna be hyper extremes, jock culture, nerd subculture. Uh, because I was thinking about that us. We as a group existed like right in the middle of like I this totally huge case, conglomerate yeah. like we're, we were the group of people that are not going to be focused on in a movie because you're talking about people that are like that play sports and are also really smart but are not the people that are like oh, i play football or the, right. the super smart kid who like we would have been friends with the um her best friend lily moskovitz the one who has a tv show and like she was fucking yeah. cool yeah yeah she's like an av club <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also feel like the stratification of high school like norms too, started by like John Hughes, I feel like is just not true. I feel like everyone's kind of in the middle anyways. I don't think there was necessarily just a group of just jocks, even at our high school, even the football players. There's some pretty stupid fucking jocks at our school. (laughs) Okay, that was... (laughs) Remember that dude that broke that substitute's arm? What? Oh my God, I forgot about that. That was a whole thing, right? Ryan, were you there? Was were you Ty's at Ground brother? Zero? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, they were arm wrestling. <laughs> they are arm wrestling. I was, so I wasn't at, okay. I wasn't in the class, but I had that sub literally like earlier that day. And he was, he was like, he took some of, oh, this is the story. Oh, my God. He took yeah. some of my homework and submitted it as oh his God. own for his community college <laughs> class. I am not joking. Yeah. It came to I light. I remember that. He, it came to light that, like, the first time he uh, substituted, he took a piece of my homework. And then later, the second time he substituted, he told us that he submitted it as his own for his community college class. It was uh, my Russian homework because he was yeah. taking, uh, like, a Russian class or something. 
and it was like a paper about moon bears or something right like yeah told me about this. it was something yeah. really weird it's like a poem or something in russian and then later that day he got his arm broken by another student when he challenged another student to an serves arm you right context. for plagiarism for all of our <laughs> listeners out there if you plagiarize a russian homework from an alaskan student you will have yep. your arm broken in an arm wrestling competition that you agreed to enter in no later than three months. I heard that football player did it on purpose because of Ryan's paper. Yeah, he had my back. <laughs> I remember like hearing from people who like heard about because they were like, we heard a scream from across the hall because I can't even imagine ground zero of that. Because first of all, this is this guy's probably like twenty three years old. Oh, he's, oh, yeah. he's trying to like dead poet society. Wait, dude. What JC? Yeah. Can I just make it? What a fucking right. loser that shows up what? to to not only is he stealing a high schooler's homework for his community college hey. classes, he's showing up and challenging football players to arm wrestling competitions. He's trying to connect arm with the kids. Snapped in half at like <laughs> what is that? The uh, humorous? It's if he broke his if he broke his humorous that is horrific because uh, like i mean i could see where he's just joking around connecting with the kids in class and maybe the football player's like hey you want to no, arm wrestle he and he's like yeah. he was total like was he 20 something year old who was trying to like look cool to the high schoolers i mean we all be, been there trying to look cool in front of people i've Not never in been front in a of high, high school class That's... i guess i've never been in that situation exactly but... well, also it's just like a weird situation yeah. where he needs he like it felt like he really needed validation right like, yeah Ugh. I could I could kick a high schooler's ass. I could fucking depends. Do it. Nah, depends on if it's the same high school that the giant. He was like six foot three. Like yeah, he was a, a big ass football person. player. <laughs> like I think his bicep was the size of my head. And not and even was... and not even like uh, a big O line dude, right? He was like yeah, uh, his wrestler and everything like that. Yeah, he was an absolute monster. But just I want I just want to be in that room. They're arm wrestling, and you just see the dude's arm snap. And the screen. You hear it too. And the disbelief. Yeah. yeah. I remember going into the classroom uh, afterwards, like the next day, and being like, so this is where it happened. <laughs> Ground zero. <laughs> we had a if lot these of. These balls weird... could talk. <laughs> we had a really weird, um, weird substitute teachers up in Alaska, too, because, I mean, I think partially because we just we were just like an underfunded school system. Yeah, so and they just had to rotated. take whatever they got, you know? like Yeah, they rotated through the same dozen subs. I think including Keanu's brother, Sarah Palin's Keanu's brother, like literally friends that we had that were 18 were our substitute teachers. Um, and then like Sarah Palin's dad was our sub a bunch of times too. That's another weird like factoid that I always throw at people. Um, to, to go back to, to this movie, like <laughs> anyway, it's, yeah, yeah. princess diaries, um, cool beach the parties, diaries, cool beach party. The beach party was fun. I don't know if you could party on that beach in real life. Like, I've been to that beach. It's over by Battery Spencer. Is that the one where you can see the Golden Gate Bridge, bridge from it? When you look, like, uh, north? Yeah. Is that a nice beach? I don't know. I mean, it was it was fun. Like, I don't know. There's something comforting to me about these Disney Channel movies, too. Just with how everything is super over the top, but everything is, like, so of the moment. I mean, yes. that is, like, the perfect encapsulation of 2001 down to, like, the that, like, da- song and dance number they do on the beach and all the outfits and all of, like, the yeah, humor I, I, and everything. I, I said that to Julie. I was like, did they choreograph this lip sync for yeah. a high school <laughs> beach party where there's, like, 20 people that attended? It was fucking amazing, too. It was, a, it was yeah, an amazing they had a whole, ensemble. They had a DJ, yeah. like, a dance floor, a whole karaoke stage and everything, and there's, like, 20 high schoolers there. 
I was I was kind of wondering why she. I mean, she was screw Mia for blowing off her friend on Saturday night. Right. She like triple booked yeah. herself, which you yeah. know she's got a lot going on, but not cool. Not cool triple booking yourself with your best friend, your best friend's brother who's she into was you. Triple booked, double crossed, and single mom. <laughs> wow, nice. Damn. Yeah, but why wasn't everybody from the school at that beach party like? That was tight. I mean, they probably just didn't have enough extras. <laughs> I mean, every think about like the cast too. I mean, anytime you're in a Disney Channel movie, every single one of those people are like potential, you know, big actors, pop stars. Like all of those people are like, I think, pining for like a big position. Um, so I think you're, they're kind of like limited in their options and their budget too. Um, this is, this was a twenty six million dollar movie. Probably probably cost a lot of money to hire that giraffe. There was a giraffe in the movie. How to speak? Oh yeah, but they they cut the whole scene out. The whole, the whole draft scene. He's talking about Julie Andrews. I was talking about the popular guy, the Josh what? or whatever his name was. He did have a very long neck. He did have a very... Yeah, the guy had a... And it was the same width as his head, so a lot of the time it looked like he was like all neck. Uh, Josh was fucking cool, dude. No, I think, Josh uh, was not fucking cool. He looked cool, dude. He was like the archetype of 2001 oh, cool yeah. dude. Poop no, he was not a cool guy. Yeah, He's, yeah but like his, his image was fucking cool, dude. Got like the frosted tips that were like all slicked back. You know who was cool? Okay, who was the cool? The guy with the hair that was dyed red. red hair? Who was their, like, their friend? I thought he was an yeah, anti- I thought he was a bad guy until I saw was them he? talking. Because of red hair? No, like, well, I... Again, I fell asleep the first yeah. time I watched this movie just because I was so cozy down here in the basement. And I thought that he was a part of the antagonist crew. And then I didn't understand oh. until later when he was talking to them on his computer. He's like the co-host of the yeah, TV show. And he's yeah. a homie. And I'm he's, like, oh, sweet. He's also 100%, if this was set in the real world, he's now a crypto like uh, dot-com billionaire guy. Oh, or an EDM <laughs> DJ. Yeah. Because yeah, he's like, he, he was into tech and doing all this stocks and everything like that in San Francisco, like seriously, an oh, hour yeah. from Silicon Valley in 2001. That dude like co-founded, you know, Snapchat or something. He bought Bitcoin. That dude owns NFTs. Yeah. yeah. I think one of my favorite scenes related to, to those, those kids in the high school is probably the, the Lana got coned. Yeah. Scene. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what is that chant? She threw like. Mia smashes the ice cream cone into the the popular girl's like cheer outfit, and everyone's like, "Hey, everyone! Lana got coned!" <laughs> like, is being coned like a thing? And then the whole high school starts chanting, "Lana got coned," which I, I think hope is the just sequel amazing. that's explained the cone <laughs> lore. Well, I I wish that I'd gone to a high school where you could literally just get the fanciest ice creams ever yeah, what the by fuck? a dude dressed like an ice cream. Baker. Do you guys remember? <laughs> I, I I do agree, Jace. Like yeah. the ice cream dude was hilarious. But like, do you guys remember the pizza battles at our high school, where like we had to like re- hand two dollars over? Oh like, yeah, people for lunch. And, like, yeah, elbow each other to get pizza at lunch. That's my favorite pizza I think ever. I don't know. It's so good. They put the pepperoni. You got that every under day, Jace. Yeah. Yes, and like it was there every single day, and they and. Everybody wanted pizza, and every everybody at the school ate pizza like every single day for lunch. Yeah, I think so. It was from Pioneer Pizza, a place where you could, but you could only take out from the location that you could get it from. And there was another location, and that other location sucked balls. Yeah, that was the one right <laughs> behind the high school. Yeah, yeah. 
Take that, small who, business. Who knows if it's even there? <laughs> Hope you're around. They actually, oh, yeah. I think they have a pretty big location now. I, Wasilla well, and Palmer have changed well, a Yeah, they're selling pizza to 1,200 high school students every day. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, do you guys remember how shitty like lunches, too, were back then? I mean, it was literally like steamed fries with like like a remember prior to when we could buy our own food at the like commissary i want to call it but like yeah little store in the school remember like uh pizza fridays in public schools where they would give you like the um square pizza oh yeah and you know that it came from like a football size (laughs) a football field size like mother pizza pizza thing (laughs) that was like made as cheaply as possible and even the pepperonis were little like cubes yeah, those, like, looking back, that's disgusting, but I remember being so fucking hyped for those. Yeah, and I remember when I moved to California, they uh, taught me to dip it in ranch. Oh. And I oh. was, and oh, yeah. I, it blew my freaking mind. I refused, like it was a drug, like, for, like, six <laughs> months. I was like, no, I, I, my parents tell me not to do that. And then, uh, finally, I caved, and, man, I, oof, it was a dark time. Um watching to go back to that red hair guy thing do you guys remember like he was he was doing like magic right on on the the cable channel show mm-hmm. and he had like a he had like an hour-long magic show that he yeah. did and it was like totally underappreciated like do you guys know any any magic tricks were you guys like magic magic fans at any point in your lives what's okay yeah jason let's let's do let's do audio magic like oh. i think i think that'll be fun for audience okay i, so, I know i actually know a trick that re- okay that relies yeah, that's on audio, audio okay it, it's visual and audio so it doesn't really work but like i know all my magic tricks are like meant to impress like yeah. my nieces and stuff well i mean if you <laughs> are you gonna do it or i mean I, I i have an audio trick you have an audio trick okay i have a deck of cards all right this is for our audience who can't see anything oh we could um, do this every week yeah we could do we could do magic Three every parts. week I it would kind of help us bring in new new audio chase god damn it Okay, I have a new I have a new deck of cards, and uh, I figured this could help. Same, it doesn't be a new deck; you can just shuffle it. I had to buy a new fucking audio deck after that. All right, and maybe this will help help get us new audience members. You know, there's like a lot of magic fans there's who listen to podcasts fans. and and hope and hope that they can hear like audio magic. So I, mean, uh, I got a deck of cards. So I think they do. They consume a lot of content. Yeah. So, um, all right, Jace, take a card. Okay. Just take any card from this deck. Um, and this one. Okay, and Ryan, Ryan, take a card. Uh, I'll take the. Can I have the card on the bottom? Is that legal? Um. Yeah. Go ahead and grab it. All right. Don't look at it. Don't look at the cards yet. Okay. Okay. All right. Now flip them over. It's. Okay, look okay. at the card. Don't tell me what. Don't tell me what you have. Okay. Hey Ryan. Yeah. This is a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Should no. I? Should I tell him? <laughs> that's that's weird because I actually do have the Eight of Diamonds. Oh, okay. Hey, uh... Okay. I'm gonna... Oh, yep, down in front. All, all yours. Volunteer one. All yours. I didn't tell him what my okay, card no was, questions. Though, And I won't tell right. you. Oh, you told him? Okay. No, I didn't tell, right, I didn't tell him. I didn't tell him. Yeah. All right, all right. Um, first guess. Okay, I get 16 guesses per person. So, uh, first guess for Jace, uh, Babe Ruth. Um, what? No. Okay, okay. Uh, Ryan, uh, Raichu. No. Okay. Yeah, the, the 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 audio card place, they just kind of put whatever cards cards in there. Mm-hmm. Um okay, okay. I'm going to saw the deck in half. Okay. Doves. Oh, it was 
magic cylinder from Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, that was the card, and it just appeared out of the doves. And then Ryan, your card is also here, right? What is it? It's it's the fucking uh, it's the fucking diamond card. Oh, okay, keep going. It's the diamond card. Yeah, um, it's the queen of diamonds. No, nope, that's not my card. King of diamonds. No, nope, that's not my card. Ace. Two. Nope, that's not my card. Three. That's not my card. That's not my card. That's not my card. Seven. Eight. That's nine. my card. It's an eight Wait, of diamonds. Was, was it eight of diamonds? Eight of diamonds. Holy shit. Okay, so if we wow, just you almost all right. Okay, <laughs> audio medium. This is the great thing about <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. You just cut everything up to you saying eight. And then everyone's going to be yeah. amazed. Exactly. So I'll, I'll remember, I'll just put a little clap here to edit um, so that so that I can I can make it seem like I, I guessed it. And those fucking idiots will have no idea. Um, so uh, you guys you guys want to go into our, our, rev- our meters? Yeah. Sure. Our, our hathometers? Dude, hath-o- we're killing it this episode. We're fucking way. killing it. Those absolute idiots. They have no fucking... They'll, they'll yeah. listen to anything. Yeah. They'll listen to anything. Meter time. You guys, you guys know what the sickest burn in this movie was? Hey, it's Princess Thermopolis. <laughs> that like made me do like a spit take because <laughs> y- you know that dude was like sitting there rocking back and forth at the lunch table. He was like, oh, Princess it's Thermopolis. It's my time. It's Thermopolis. My time. Hey, it's Princess Thermopolis. And he's like, where is she? Where the fuck is she? And he's like looking around nervously, sweat his friends left. And then she like rolls up. He's like, hey, hey it's Princess Thermopolis. <laughs> like nobody laughs. <laughs> She's like walking by. delivery. He like he like earned, I think, every cent of what he like with just with the delivery of that line. That's like uh, my life story in one scene from a movie. It's just like me overthinking a joke and then trying to like weed it into conversation and then uh, it just flopping. And then now we do it, we just record it. For everybody. <laughs> they edit out so many other jokes, you guys. I just talk to people and they're like, you edit those? You left all that in? <laughs> yeah. Did you accidentally keep what you meant to take out? I want to hear the take. You published the wrong file. <laughs> it's the it's the hour and a half of cuts is, is what I publish for all 60 episodes. We should start a second podcast of just cuts. It's called uh, GBGB's Oops All Cuts. And then it's everything we cut <laughs> out. And it's all going to be that coughs from? Isn't and there exhales. like a food that's like that? Uh, wasn't it Oops All Berries? Yeah, but from what? Uh, was it from the Crunch Berries? Yeah, something like that. For Captain Crunch? Oops All Berries? I, I think I'm fucking that up. That doesn't sound quite Reminds right in my mouth. Crunch Berries. But Oops All Edits. It'll be like, um, this will be kind of like the first minute. It'll be like, and uh, that'll be the the first. It is oops. I, I I typed in oops all and it's oops all berries. Oops all berries. There you go. Hathometers? Who's got the first hathometer? I don't remember. I think I'm third. I think it's me, then Denali, and then Ryan. Yes. Chase, what do you feel? And this is this is a metric that we've developed scientifically throughout all the seasons, where we measure how the Anne Hathaway is this movie. You know, it could be, we could judge the performance. We can judge how often she's in the movie. Uh, we have different metrics, but it's just like how much of the actor's sauce is in the movie itself. Ooh, yeah. Um, I feel like I've been scatterbrained this whole season, and I continue to be so because of the moving that I did earlier today. But you can clearly see that the acting that she's done in this movie and like the the distilled character that she takes through the majority of her roles is like is based in this. Mm-hmm. 
So it's really high. Yeah, I agree. And I think the quality and the quantity were up there. We got the makeover, which we had, you know, if this was the first one, it could have been a key a key point. I think we'll probably in the next seven yeah, in the next seven movies, we'll see how how often that comes up. Um, I'm still not finding any other any other key items that I really want to add to the meter, but uh, I just think that's just been due to my lack of ability to think on the subject. So I'm gonna give it a great score. I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a nine. A nine. I don't think this is the ten. I think this is yeah quite dearly superb. I think she is the princess of Genovia. Excellent. A nine shut ups out of ten. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I was like thinking about the same thing because this is her first performance. Much like Matthew McConaughey's first performance, I feel like she took a little bit of this and kind of sprinkled it throughout. And maybe it's because, like, maybe this is really close to how she is in real life. For better or worse, I think Anne Hathaway's characters are kind of a lot of like, oh, shucks, like, oh, gee, Willikers, me. Like, you know, it's kind of like awkward characters who are a little bit of an underdog who kind of come into their own later on, at least with this early phase. Um, I think she's branched out a lot later on in her career. Um, so I think this one is pretty iconic in that regard. I mean, this this kind of colors in who Anne Hathaway is as a character. I think she's instantly likable. And then she's in every single scene. She's doing like comedic things, but she's doing like also kind of like touching things too. I mean, one scene that kind of stuck out for me is where she's wearing a retainer and she's like on the verge of crying, but also doing like a funny rant at the same time. But it's also like sad, but also like kind of hilarious. And she's talking in a weird voice. And I was like, shit, this that's actually a really fucking good performance. Um, I heard she used her literal cat in this movie, Fat Louie. Fat Louie. Um, that's going to get a point As there. So that's a little bit of herself in the movie. Yeah, Fat Louie. Um, they did use four Fat Louies for this movie, just as an aside. Um, they used a stunt Fat Louie to sit on an envelope and another one who would jump. The original one would not do it by command. Hmm. Um, the original person cast for this role, too, is was Juliette Lewis, who is kind of known for, like, Dusk Till Dawn, Starsky and Hutch, Cape Fear, Natural Born Killers. But she turned it down. So she, I think Anne Hathaway was far down the list for this movie. But I think once they saw her audition, they were like, she's going to be a big fucking star. They actually moved back other movies she was going to be in in anticipation for this one. So, guys, I think this is it for me, man. I think this is, like peak hathaway i think this is what people think of too when when they think of like her as an actor i think this is going to be a 10 when i think of Anne hathaway i think of like her start princess diaries this shit bangs dude i fucking loved her performance in this movie easy 10 shut-ups i think or 10 lana got cones <laughs> i think that's a totally fair take denali uh my inhibition might be that like this is her first movie and if you you say Look, she got a 10 right out the gate. Uh, you know, nothing could ever beat that. And she's not allowed to change her personality ever because this is exactly who she is. I think that might be, I don't know. I'm like, I'm holding out hope that in the next seven yeah. movies, we find a more perfect union uh, between, I don't know. And I don't know the, uh, yeah. so I'm going to go with a nine. I actually was thankful that Jace gave it a nine so that I didn't, wasn't like the Debbie Downer. Uh, pop in the balloon here but like because i love it i love a good trifecta but yeah i think there's a little bit more to grow like she was only 18 she's going to hone her acting skills over time i think that not everything was perfect and i know i shouldn't hold everything about this movie julie andrews against her but like <laughs> i i still think that she was kind of an awkward teenager and meaning like she wasn't 
like a perfect actress. So I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with a nine, and I feel pretty good about that. Leave some room at the top. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I maybe maybe Lay Miz is it. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, maybe maybe Lay Miz, maybe uh, Princess Diaries two is it. You know. Yeah. Like, well, there we go. There we go. That's a good point, right? Because like we have a chance for a sequel redemption. And we might have a third sequel redemption because apparently Julie Andrews and Anne Hathaway said they are down. Is Julie for a third still one. alive? Yeah, she's eighty-five years oh, old. Oh shit! I'm gonna. I did not know that. They better. I was pull like, it I off. was talking shit. I thought she was dead. I thought she couldn't come after me. <laughs> well, actually, I'm probably more scared of a dead Julie Andrews if she was coming after me, like ghosts and stuff. Right, right. Of course, Man, of course. Miss me, but with I that. mean, Anne I ain't scared. Okay, let's, let's put it clear. I ain't scared of no live Julie Andrews. I'm scared of ghost okay. Julie Andrews. Right. Okay. And is it because of her, like her singing and acting, and you think she'll just kind of do productions in your bedroom while you're sleeping? Uh, in addition to the presence of an actual ghost, yeah, I'm worried that she will do her own movie characters. That's like worst case scenario for me. Performing sound of music. Uh, it's interesting with the Princess Diaries two too, because there is a time skip that happens. Because I think she's supposed to be 15 in the first one, but in the second one, she's supposed to be 22, 21. And it only came out a few years later. And I think the plot of the movie is that she's supposed to, like, get married all of a sudden because, like, something happened and she's supposed to, like, move up to Queen. Hmm. Can we go to the movie reviews? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Yeah, the actual movie reviews. Uh, Jay, start us off, man. What did you think about Princess Diaries? The fans want to know what, what the GBGB guys want to, wanna, you know, what, they, what, what did they think about this dang movie? You know, I said it earlier. I think the first act of this movie is a real sludge fest. It it takes some, uh, you know, they they do they. This is a pretty, I guess it's a pretty straightforward story. It's not really complex, uh, but they they got a lot. They have a lot to set up that you're gonna get some payoffs on uh, later down in the movie. Uh, the second and the third act hit. They were great for me. I did a lot of laughing. I had a lot of emotional welling when. Uh, Mia is interacting with her grandmother and with her mother and getting the diary from her father. There's still only one diary in this movie. Princess Diary. <laughs> yeah, so that's gonna be a minus so, one. Obviously, right? yeah, right there. My minus one. But um it's not it's not a ten. <laughs> Anne Hathaway's comedic timing in the movie really kind of brings it up for me. Um we're reviewing a G movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the overall impression it left to me feeling was a seven. It's it's good. It's up there. Some of the plot doesn't necessarily make sense. I think the vice president's character, even for a G movie, or vice president, the vice principal's character, even for the G movie, is kind of like weird and out of place. And they just had a few of those things that, um, like uh, maybe the fact that it's an hour and fifteen minute or one hundred and fifteen minute runtime, it's like the the movies can be a, yeah. can be as a whole a bit of a slog. Like we stopped it fifty minutes in, and it was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we got some work to do. Uh, but up there, seven. Yeah, seven. That's a solid score, dog. Higher than I thought we would go too. Like with this movie, and and like I said, like I thought I was gonna not enjoy this <laughs> this, this watch through. I think I had like some you know rose colored lenses with Princess Diaries too, because I was like a child who watched it. Uh, but yeah, this pleasantly surprised me. I mean, as you guys probably know, like I found a lot of it pretty fucking hilarious. Uh, for a rated G movie to like actually make me laugh and be amused, that's like 
art, man. That's hard to do. I mean, we're we're on our podcast, you know, we we curse and we make all these jokes and stuff. Um, but like to do it with like completely clean and just do like actual gags and setups. Um, I think there is a real craft to that, and I respect that too. I think all the actors in this movie had a really fun time making it. I think I can just tell just from the performances that they had. There was a lot of like memeable and memorable lines in this movie too which i think was just really really great like a lot of things stuck out in my head um not just like lana got coned but just like little anecdotes that joe would say too but like jay said i think this movie ran into pacing issues it did not need to be two hours long i feel like that's long for kids to watch shit i mean kids will sit in a theater without needing to go to the bathroom for two straight hours no fucking way dude so I think that's a huge flaw in the movie. I think if they tightened it up a little bit, dragged slightly, I think in the second act, um, it would have been better. I actually did like the first act with the setup. I like kind of, maybe it's a sense of nostalgia, um, but setting up in a Disney movie, I think is like a really good art where you just, you get an idea of all the characters right away, um, which is something I appreciated about the movie. So I think that combined with the soundtrack and the aesthetic, I mean, this movie was, was a fucking trip. I'm going to give it a 7.5. It's not going to be an eight. I, th I think I, I leave room at the eight for the real big hitters. But this was a pleasant surprise, man. I mean, I thought it was funny. There was a couple of clunkers in this movie. There was some like here and there. There was a couple of like homophobic jokes about San Francisco, which you apparently have to mention in 2001 <laughs> with any movie taking place in San Francisco. Um, so that like I think that those were just kind of like, huh, like why the fuck did they put that in there? Uh, but otherwise, pretty solid fucking movie. Yeah, I'm mostly on board. Okay, mostly on board. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go a little bit low. I'm going to say right now, I'm going to give it a six. For all the reasons you guys said, same problems, I do agree with the pacing. But the yeah. editing also was really not perfect. The um, Really, for like a Hollywood movie, it was pretty bad. Hmm. There was a lot of double takes, meaning you'd watch something and then it would happen again. Or uh, something would be played twice. Um, like, not necessarily right next to each other, but then mm -hmm. double take, I mean, like, you'd see... You'd, see a character turn their head and then the next shot would be them turning their head again. Mm -hmm. Then there were a couple really, I thought the humor was really great because there was a couple like um, not another teen movie jokes where like, yeah. uh, I thought that was parody about high school. And that was, I didn't expect that to be coming out of this um, where like there was the announcer person kind of like an airplane or whatever, when they're talking over whatever is going on on screen. And one of the jokes is like, uh, virtual homework cannot be exchanged for actual credit yeah that was hilarious because that's what school is like now you know like uh they're yeah. making a joke um yeah i don't know it's i thought the characters sometimes were just like too stereotypical with the friend the female friend who was the best friend that said uh she got angry when Anne showed up with a makeover instead of being like look i know there's something going on and uh if you need to tell me something then you know please do but like i respect you and i know i don't approve of your lifestyle change but i'm not going to like just in insult you here for 10 minutes and then but in the actual movie she was like screw you you are not looking good sold and out I, I thought that was weird um so yeah i'm gonna go with a six it was better than i thought it was gonna be i was gonna guess if i would have predicted it probably would have predicted a four hmm. right so i'm not really into like princess movies for kids that surprises me but yeah surprisingly high score I do have to dock the point for Julie Andrews being in it. So, I mean, yeah, look, listen. Somebody, um, 
Yeah. So, this is straight from the Wikipedia. Salon film critic Stephanie Zacharek reviewed the film as so aggressively bland and inoffensive that it <laughs> practically recedes from the screen. And then described Andrew's performance as so shellacked and precise that it makes you want to run out of the theater and roll around in the dirt. So, Ryan, it wow. sounds like you uh, <laughs> you uh, share uh, an opinion with this person. Yeah. It could have been six-year-old Ryan who wrote that. I mean, like, what's you know, they don't they didn't like how how like clean the movie was. I mean, it's a rated G princess Disney movie. I'm like, are they looking for something grittier? Where the like, it's does, a, the poor people are rich. Like that. That's what I don't understand. You know, like what? Um, can you imagine? Uh, I'm seeing right above this. Roger Ebert had to review this movie. Like what? Um, like how did? But Roger Ebert how say do you, uh, he dismissed the film was, was as it, was a he swamp with Chicago Tribune at this point of like, recycled ugly duckling stories with occasional pauses in this marsh of sitcom cliches and the bog of idiot plots. And that just makes me think like. Why does Robert e- Roger Ebert yeah, like, have to review a G-rated movie from the Disney Channel? <laughs> well, yeah, that's his. That was his whole appeal, though, back in the day with the Chicago Tribune, Robert and Siskel, or Siskel and Ebert. They were like, they did the whole two thumbs up. They invented that like uh, standard of rating movies. Oh, so uh, he's it, king of the slams. They had to, yeah, they had to re- review like every popular movie. Hmm. And this was an un- unavoidable movie. I mean, it was such a it was such an iconic it's film, huge. like at the time too. I mean, he gave it a one and a half stars on RogerEbert.com. Uh, the only comment is the review is better than this lame movie from a guy named Joe. <laughs> so, <laughs> Joe? It's I I it's almost certainly that it has Joe. Has to be. So I don't know what Joe's take on Princess Diaries is. Um, I'll have to ask him. Uh, but yeah, that was that was our Princess Diaries episode. Not as uh, I think I think the consensus is like slightly better than expected. Yeah, you know I think that's that's a fair. Uh, but uh, for three guys in their twenties who've never seen the movie we're, before, we're, no. yeah. yeah, and that's actually like surprising too. Like we've that's a pretty big movie that we haven't seen. Uh, so there you have it, folks. Let us know what you think about Princess Diaries. But uh, until then, Ryan, you got you've got the synopsis next week. We are yeah. transferring monarchical power. Yeah. To Ryan to make the call. You can pick whatever movie. You'd like to you'd like to do that you think we should cover. Give me you get, give me a sec off my like I don't know. I just remembered five seconds before you told me that it was my P D two. P D two. I'm very, very yeah, get tempted. Smart. Get smart. Get no, smart. I hate that movie. I might do Bride Wars. Okay, so like we've been discussing off mic. Ryan, do you have a decision? I I do have a decision. And um I think you're both gonna be very happy. Okay. It's right up your alley. Oh. Uh, it's very similar to another movie that we've already seen. Okay, that scares me a little bit. I hope it's nothing to do with Iran. But in this case, <laughs> Anne Hathaway oh, <laughs> is taking place of, mm-hmm. of Matthew McConaughey. Okay, let me think about what that means. Um, it's a rom-com. Yeah. She's a sleazebag. Yeah. Oh, total well, I don't, I don't, okay. I don't know. I don't know. And if she she's playing talks, Matthew McConaughey. She talks two centimeters away from the too person's close. face. <laughs> it's the same subject. Yeah. It's same the subject. Same actress that she's acting opposed. Was she in a dragon movie? No. She's in Bride Wars. Oh, shit. Bride, oh, uh, Kate Hudson, right? Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. I haven't seen this movie. Let Another me this Bride movie about like a rom com about. Doing stuff with Kate Hudson, I guess. Sick. Okay, we watched, let me look. We this. watched How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. 
That's right. Okay. Back yeah. when we were in our peak form. Mm-hmm. And this movie Didn't is going to be a stinker, you guys. Eleven percent. We're going on a roller. We're going ups and downs in the roller coaster. <laughs> oh coast God! Here, I love it though. Yeah, yeah. I, do I didn't love know. It. I didn't know PD was our up. Was PD our up? Yes. It was. Oh, fuck. So okay. and and halfway What's... season, you gotta you gotta count Princess Diaries as an up. Okay, fair enough. I don't want to watch Princess Diaries two right now, like back to back. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But Listen. but I need we need to get in this. Yeah. Uh, I want to. This is gonna be Anne Hathaway as an adult. Yes. tackling like a rom-com style uh, sort of format. So I want to see what she can bring to the table. And can she pull off better movie than How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? Can she out Matt? Matt? Is, it, is she playing a Matthew McConaughey? Is she a swashbuckling? At the last movie? minute. Okay. This, is, yes. this is true. The last okay. minute when they're making this movie, it was not going to be called Bride Wars. It was going to be called Wedding Wars. And oh. it was actually Matthew McConaughey who was slated to play her 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 role, and they hired her instead and rewrote the whole thing in one all nighter. Wait, what? Is that is that for serious? You aren't no. memeing right now. I'm, I'm not being serious. You're Oops. not being serious. That sounds like that, that that could be legit though. I feel like Hollywood does shit like that all the time. Bride Wars. I remember like when this came out, like 2009. This is mid career Hathaway. I remember War well. Bride. Like, War of or the am Brides, I, I think War that, Horse. Both of those are really similar. Um, but like I think War Horse was one of those double movies, kinda like Armageddon Deep Impact, like War Horse and Bride Wars came at the same time. And then I think they recasted her after the horse dropped out to, mm. to do War Horse. Yeah. And then they had to make it human and it was all fucked up. Yeah. But like it was a horse wedding that was scheduled at the same time, and they were like, Oh, you did it at the same time as the horse wedding? maybe who better movie? Who knows? <laughs> Join us next week. Definitely better yeah. than Horse Wars. Or War horse, horse, war horse, horse wars, <laughs> horse, horse. horse wars, and war bride. Oh my god! Can we can we be in an alternate yeah, universe? I want to be in this right, universe where cool. it's yeah, or it's war bride and horse okay. wars. Horse wars is a story of four different horse factions, all yes. battling. It's the, it's uh, the end of the earth. They're the four yeah. horses of the apocalypse. But they're all just horses. If yes. you just combine both of those into one movie title, it's almost yeah. like John Carpenter of Mars. Wait, so John Carter. Of John Mars. Carter. John Carpenter <laughs> of Mars would be so good. <laughs> wow. What did, he did make Mars uh Ghost of Mars. Wait. War Bride War Board Wars. Bride. We're watching War Board Horse Boars. Board 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 Horse 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 Horse. Boars Boars. Hors d'oeuvres. Boars. Well, Join us next week with Bride Wars. Uh, hit us up on the social medias if you if you want us to watch a specific Anne Hathaway movie. If you're like, hey, I, I want us, I want to watch fucking uh, Princess Diaries too. Whatever. Uh, hit us up and let us know, and maybe we'll watch it. Who knows? Uh, now that there's like, I think our delay is like decreasing yeah. between episode and air date. Yeah. Review Google. us. Google. I don't know if you can review. I I looked yeah. this up on Spotify. I couldn't see a. I couldn't find a review button. Can't review on Spotify? Did they take that away? Might have. All right. Well, review us on Apple. No one uses fucking Spotify podcasts. Yeah. Maybe some people do. Still I still gives us downloads, it. but review us on Apple. Please. You, anything you guys want to plug anything before we go? Horse Wars! Bride Horse Wars! wars. Horse. Horse Bride Wars! Horse got cone! Horse got cone! Horse got cone! Horse got cone. It's a unicorn. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs>